Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, oh, sign your pen. <laughs> I hold it longer, and that was a note I had given Patrick years ago. And he refused to take that note. You're not holding that note long enough. And he was like, Roy, you have no idea what music even is. Hey, maybe you're still <laughs> jumping into this beautiful warm pond that is Pen Pals. If you're new, that is Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. And yes, yes, it is the greatest theme song to any podcast that's ever or will exist. We have the trophy to prove it. We do have the trophy to prove it. Um Roar. Hey, guy. You know what I was thinking about? I mean, my first instinct, milkshakes. I think... Oof. Right? Now you're now you're there. And now you're there. I was thinking that it wouldn't be bad to give all of our pennies and pals a refresher and our new pens pals, just knowing that this is a podcast, it's yours, but we just talk about it. We talk about heartfelt things, funny things, funny heartfelt things. Funny felt things, felt heart things. Funny heart, heart funny, yes. heart funny. Heart funny. We're like Cheerios if it made you laugh. So it's also a cult. Yeah. And and it is F2F, which is mine, because yeah. we got to ask this once. Maybe people have already gone back and listened to it. Mine is F2F, which is... That's face-to-face. That's going to be face-to-face. Yours is... RRGT. That's a rip-roaring rip good time. time. Now, if you want to get to that second phase, that's right. You got to go F2F with somebody if you're ever going to have an RRGT right. together. And and a good way to do that is your letters can always be about a time you had to go F2F. Yeah. And if you want to tell us about an RRGT, fine. But you can't... That doesn't mean you've gone F2F just because you had an RRGT. And look, I'm not here to say F2F is easy to do. No. How many it's people have ever... you climb. How many people have even gone to that level? That we've said you're in, you're F2F. 
And exactly. And then there's only so many people that know about our third, fourth, and fifth phase that we've never, never even, even talked, talked about. about. Amongst ourselves, even. And if you know us, we've got this podcast. We're with Team Coco. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening right now. But also, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And then within that Patreon, there are two <laughs> other secret <laughs> levels of podcasts that most of people don't even know about. That I'd like to let you know we are making very little money on because we refuse, refuse to, to promote it, yeah. how to get into mm-hmm. it, and how to pay for it. For us. It's just for us. Uh, I really want to go where we go, but before we do, one of the things we also tell people is you can really help this show by rate reviewing and subscribing. That's right. I would, I would love it if the subscribe happened, the rating was five, and the review was nice. I wanted to read one to you. How do you feel about it? I mean, I'm always willing to hear a review. Five stars. I look forward to every Wednesday. From The Lord Licorice. Yeah. I don't think that's a real name. Dan and Rory. I do. And I think it's straight out of Candyland. <laughs> that's what I think. Dan and Rory and Rory and Dan. It's right and right. These guys make me crap up. Crap up. I'm sorry. Make me crack up every week. They've, crap up a storm uh they've become some of my favorite comedians and seem like good dudes great banter hilarious life stories and sometimes generally good life advice i'll take generally generally it's good life advice i honestly generally is like a little more than i thought me too I, I don't know what i couldn't even remember what we've thrown out there take it or leave it grain of salt <laughs> i found this podcast during lockdown and it made those days less boring and less lonely Hope the show grows. Hashtag grow the show and does well with Team Coco. So do we. I look forward to every Wednesday. And I would say it already is. I would say so. Oh, one other thing. Do you remember it? Should we t- should we remind people of our address where you can send us stuff? Yes. And I love that you think I will remember that in any... You don't do remember, you remember it? it? Yes, of course I remember Do you remember it? it? Yes. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. If you want to, we now have a P.O. box. You can snail mail us anything you'd like, as long as it's not dangerous. Yep. Care of the Pen Pals podcast at 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los Angeles, California, 90027. All right. I think that's it. I didn't want to forget that because I love when people send uh, emails, which is always great, thepenpalspod at gmail.com. Or now you can snail mail. Snail mail us. Hashtag snail mail. You guys, hashtag snail mail. You ready? It's a snail you smell. <laughs> Let's go to the letters. And here we are. I like when you go big. All right, you want me to go? Yeah. Dear Dan and Rory, always good to know someone gets the show. I don't know that they do. Go on. Recently, on a text thread, friends were surprised to know that people weren't familiar with the term pegging. As someone who is a dom, I'm always surprised when men aren't aware of what that means, which leads me to my question. What is a sexual term you recently discovered, and how did you go about learning more about it? Do you just go ahead and ask the person who used the term, search incognito, or do you say, fuck it, to your Google search history and let Urban Dictionary do the splaining? Your pal, Miss K. Okay, and then they wrote their AKA, but I don't know. Do you think I... 
that means say it. Let's it's just in keep it at Miss K. We'll I would keep agree. It at Miss K. I would agree. Okay. Worry. I don't know. There's new sex terms that have come into my life. Yes. But I feel like it's been a while. Yes. Also, maybe disclaimer, we should tell people if you're listening to this and you're on a road trip and you're like, family, it's a fun show. These guys are nice. Either let us teach things to your children that you didn't want to bring up or... I think another other episodes are possibly not for children either. I would say this I would agree. is adults. Uh, mature adults are in the car. I would agree. But and here's what I want to say to them. Somebody, what is pegging? What is uh, pegging? Hey, you because kids I, in the back. What's pegging? Kids, what is it? Uh, but truly, I I have my iPad. I could look it up right you now. You don't know what it is? If you know, I'd rather hear from a human. I don't. I don't know, and I've heard it a lot, and I think I've done that thing where I'm like, I, I, know, I know what pegging is. I, I, I know what pegging is. People are like, Rory, you peg? You're like, I don't know. I don't know if I peg. <laughs> yeah, so tired of living this lie. If I told you, Rory, if I told you that apart from also being a sex term, pegging was the name of the Cracker Barrel tea puzzle, golf tea puzzle. So happy. But you'd believe me, I'd be right? So, I'd be, I would be, I, not only would I believe you, I'd be so happy. <laughs> it is kind of be... similar. Um, pegging, I, I believe. And you know what? We should have you look it up on Urban Dictionary after we decide how we feel. Pegging is when a woman, I guess it doesn't have to be a woman, a person. Wait, do you definitely know or is this a guess? This is, no, this is my knowledge. A person oh, okay, go. Uh, engages in sexual acts with a uh, male Um I believe, and they then use a strap-on to penetrate the male, thereby the male is receiving, being intercoursed. Is that how it works? Is that how you'd say it? Yeah. They they are then intercoursed (laughs) by their, whoever they trust that evening, or maybe their life partner. Okay, got it. And that is correct. It is? Ding, ding. Ladies and gentlemen, that is correct. Daniel, <laughs> you've won a new Kia Rio. Ooh. Uh, so here's the thing, though. If you just use a plug on a man, is that still pegging? E- or is that plugging? I don't... Oh, plugging. Plugging doesn't... I, I, like, where did those terms come... Like, where does pegging come from? I know we're getting a little bit away from the initial question, which is not uncommon no, for we're these not. two. We're not. We're talking about the, the pursuit of getting this knowledge, which is exactly what we're I asking. mean, I, actually, I guess I am actually directly answering the question, <laughs> what is the sexual term you recently discovered? I In real time. You've got to hear it happen in real time. Pegging. Uh, and you also now know how I learned more about it. I asked my very sexually knowledgeable friend, Daniel, who has coached me through several sexual encounters. <laughs> um... From the sidelines. <laughs> After I saw Hoosiers, I was like, I'll coach you in anything you want, buddy. And you're like, okay. I'll coach you. And I said, let's win it for all the small schools. It's such a Rochelle right before you, type tag. You know what I mean? Right before Hickory you is so Rochelle. went into that sex act, I remember I looked at you and I go, I love you guys. And you go, it's just me. I'm the only... Guys. I go, I love you guys. Okay. And I go, who? Uh, all of us? So, uh, well, Daniel, so you hear someone say a sex... Here's the other thing, too. We are... Both 40 again. Mm-hmm. And what I can't understand is I, I I don't think you and I find ourselves in a social setting to hear new sexual terms for the most part. Not well, to say that that is I have a lot of friends we do work in who are sex comedy. workers. Like I have some very close friends that are sex workers. 
And so, so do you hear new terms often? I don't know that I hear new terms often, but I think in a social setting it will be like I've heard I've heard like uh, porn jargon. Yes. That I didn't I didn't know is like oh that's how you convey that. Um, so let me let me ask you this then. Yeah. In in those circumstances, those social settings, mm-hmm. and a term comes up that you don't know. Right. Are you are you direct and you're like, wait, what is that? hundred percent. Or do you look it up later? I want to know right then, and I want this person to tell me, and I want us to all feel comfortable having this conversation. I'm like, yeah. what is that? So I, I feel like there isn't one. Like I haven't heard a new one in a while, but I I remember the most two recent ones and i'm curious if you know what either one of them are okay you ready yeah these are intense just also just for our listeners to know my my whenever i take a sip of coffee i'm pulling a mask down to talk into the microphone had a sore throat just so you know if you're a new Got listener tested. daniel and i are big proponents of safety and caution so i wear a mask until i get my negative results back uh results back in a few hours because i have a child who is unvaccinated right. so this is what i sound like when i sip my coffee mm-hmm. no, that's some, that is like the worst asmr ah and it's hot too nobody wants it ah, after their asmr ah, and then this is me with a mask on yes yeah, so there's a little uh, muffled because i'm a proponent of safety okay uh go ahead i'm gonna Give let you choose terms. column one column two which one do you want first column two Ooh, sounding do you know what sounding is? Here's my favorite. I don't. I don't. Okay. But I want to say my favorite thing about a lot of the terms is that a lot of the terms sound safe. Yeah. And then when you find out what it is, you're like, Jesus, people do that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounding. This one I would not put in the category of very gross, but I would put in the category of... Uh, uh, intense. Well, per- personally, personally gross. Yes, of course. Everything I'm saying is personal. Yeah. Do you want to take a stab at what you believe sounding is? I have to be honest, like pegging, that is what I sort of thought it was, but I didn't totally sure. know. Yes. Sounding, there's almost no clues here. Right. Like, I don't know... I don't know at all. It's a, there's not even a hint as to what that. I might think be. I know how it got called. This do you do you you want to take any stab, or I'll just tell you, and then we can pro you can process. I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start with a guess. So, <laughs> I don't think it's anything I'll ever do. I I, I can actually pretty much. Is it ASMR you. related? No, uh, that's a good. See, that's I, like, all I see I've where got. you're going, and I also don't think it's anything you would ever do. But I want you to know that if I de- describe this to you and you do do this, or if you think, oh, maybe I'll try it, I will never shame you. Okay? Thank you. Here you go. You know what's funny? Is it's literally coffee talk because it's different every time you go to have a sip. Okay. It is. Sounding is when a a man or person with a penis, I guess they could identify how Isn't they Isn't there want. a little bit of an excitement to tell, talk about a sex phrase? Yes. And what it is? Yes. Like, because you also like, know doesn't it, that for the rest of your life, you're going to know this thing because of this moment. Are you slightly tapping into sort of a middle school emotion right yeah, now? Yeah, I want like to whisper. Hey, did you, do you hear, did you know what boobs are? Like, this is that <laughs> moment on a higher scale. I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> Sounding is when a person who has a penis 
inserts a metal rod into their urethra. You okay? Yeah, I think so. And then, <laughs> and then I think the sounding comes because sometimes no, they will then tap no, the rod no, and no, the, the, no, you don't. The vibrations. It's almost like you know picking up good vibrations. The sound sound vibrates. Um, I don't think you have to do the tap. So you'll start, and it's oh, you know what it is too. I think a sounding rod, like a sounding rod. So then, I I can't I can't. People who do this will then upgrade almost like your ears with gauges until it's like... I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm taking it that that's something you won't do. You don't have plans to do. I'm not drawn to that. Right. And you know what the great thing is? If you were, you would know it right now. That's the thing about sexual stuff. When you, when you get close to that it heat, is- if it's your type of heat, you feel you know you're going to keep going towards it. Yeah, I. But I. It's sexual. You don't get that choice. Is your sexuality is like, it's not. It just seems like it just seems like it's maybe for some people it's a pleasure derived from a painful thing. And that's a common. That's a common thing. Yeah. And I am. I am definitely like. Let Let's not do any pain. <laughs> let's just do pleasure. That would be so mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, is this like? Yeah, but if you're willing to walk through the fire, what do the you other get side to? is like orgasmic bliss. Like, if you do it, are you like, I've never felt anything like that in my life. And then you're like, now. Right. Dude, I sound. I sound all the time. I go home, I sound. <laughs> okay. And then, oh, I just thought of another one, I guess is more recent that I've heard. Okay. Milking is, the, is another one. I think I know milking. Okay. Is that prostate related? Yes. Okay. So that is... Wait, when did you learn all these? Are these ones you fairly recently learned? I would say um, milking, I feel like I've learned in like the past two years, three years. Um, sounding, I, sounding anyone... I learned from Dan Savage while on a plane once listening to the podcast Savage Love. <clears throat> and <laughs> the other one, which we haven't gotten I to. I actually liked picturing someone actually out loud telling you on a plane. So anyways, they take this metal rod, various <laughs> sizes, depending on your, your urethra girth. Now, I'm not trying to sell you the rods, but I do have some available if you're interested. But I do have it. some on my inner trench coat pocket <laughs> dangling. You thought they were chimes, I'm sure. So, um, well, I, but I... But the reason you made me... For anyone who doesn't know, maybe there's a, a lot of listeners who don't frequent... Uh, porn sites. Sure. Um, but if you do, and it's a porn site that has, uh, you know, sort of a list of mm-hmm. different things you can search click terms. on, you know, to compartmentalize search, search terms. terms. Which if you we're were to come go back to. to look at, like, just the entire A through Z of search terms, mm-hmm. you might be floored at the amount of sex terms that are out oh, yeah. there that I am willing to bet you will never ever learn oh because, and, I think and not, out of, not out of lack of curiosity it's a mountain of terms mountain <laughs> so go, is a term can't. mountain is one of the terms I can't, exactly exactly I, you know what one of my favorite which is also a term exactly is also one of, the terms. <laughs> one of my favorite like oh you guys want to like sit around this patio bar and have a weird conversation is ask people what their search term is which is like when they go to sit down what is their first term? 
they put in that search bar. Now, I don't think you should reveal yours, and I am not interested in revealing mine. That I will never reveal okay. mine. That is my and I and 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 it's a little bit out of uh, insecurity. It's, it's also personal. It's but also it's such a personal space. I'm like I don't want to give that up. I agree. I agree. Even uh, and honestly, what I would and mine is on the on the grand scale scale of things, mine is probably very G rated. Oh, for sure. <laughs> G rated probably is the term. It actually is based G-rated. on what you said and earlier. So what that means is you take a fish hook through your nose and you tie it to your butthole. <laughs> the funny thing is, based off of what you said, I I feel like yours is probably something like no pain, because you said I don't yeah. want any of that. It's just like no pain. Everyone's happy. Yeah, type in everyone's a happy. good time. You're searching good time. My search term is husband and wife get back together. <laughs> it's not. I'm not exciting. I'm not exciting. <laughs> Family Christmas. Everyone's really happy and got what they wanted in the gift exchange. Technically, that's amateur. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, in in uh, in conversation, in a personal conversation, like if you and I and a couple other comics were, you know, at a comedy festival and found ourselves at some bar or whatever, I would totally tell everybody that. That's our, you know, or yeah, because it yeah, is yeah. so such a fun conversation to have. You learn so much about a person in such a concise way. I do like that. It gets to the meat very quickly. And meat might be one of the... Can I... For sure. Can I Can I put out a, a hypothesis that I yeah. think... I, and I'm curious if you fall into this, because I know I do. Yeah. At a younger age, you heard about these wild sex acts, mm-hmm. and you were like, Jesus Christ, there people are freaks out yeah. there. But the older you get, the more you have this great respect and admiration going... Good for you. Like, honestly, I wish I had a little more edge to me. Or I'm which just is so happy for them that they found their thing and it doesn't hurt them and yeah. it doesn't hurt anybody else unless it's a little bit of hurt that everybody is consenting yeah. to. Like it is, like I'm happy for but them. But you just grow up in your mind just so, uh, and I, you know, you just grow up so like sort of basic sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody and when starts you hear missionary. anyone stepping, whenever someone steps out of that sort of, you know, category, mm-hmm. doing other things, mm-hmm. you know, now at an older age, I'm like, you know what? Fucking good for you. I, I yeah. admire it. Yes. I respect it. Yes. And it's, it's so interesting how age does that to you. Because mm-hmm. at a younger age, you're like, no, sir. <laughs> Not for me. Well, see, what's funny is you said, what if there's like this euphoria on the other side of sounding, which, which I think neither one of us, for ourselves at least, believe. We'll ever know. That, yeah. But that's what um, when I said pick, you know, column A, column B, or one or two, or whatever. Uh, milking was not one of those. We still have one more to do. Milking was not one of those. Oh. But that's what made me Ooh, think exciting. about that because that is something that is has the promise of a lot of euphoria for men that have not experienced any sort of anal play. That that on the other side of that is supposed to be the most mind blowing climax of your life, and 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 well, I... you are not supposed to do it much because you are right. releasing. Uh, the prostate gland and your body needs time to uh, refill that gland. Right. If you really want to treat yourself, you're doing that about every three months. That That, that isn't is... a gift that should keep on giving. <laughs> treat yourself with right? a nice milking of the, here's my question. And a lot of people have seen road trip. You've seen road trip. You've seen the scene in road know. trip where they go to donate sperm and they do the milking. Sean Michael Scott, I think, is that his name? Who is it? Stifler. 
Stifler from yes, American yes. Pie. I almost thought. Sean anyways, made, but I think you're. Anyways, he's getting the milking thing, and someone told me, and I, I did, obviously it's a movie, but someone's like, it's not like that. It's not as like that looks amazing, but it's not. It's not that. And I was just always like, oh, I, I thought it was fake, anyways. But then someone's like, no, you can really do that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just, you know, maybe that's. Not, I would maybe try that. Yeah, I think I would try that. See, You're and I say I day. say that because I have had my prostate gland checked, and yeah. honestly, not not so bad. Not so. It's the act, the like actual sort of embarrassment no. of doing it. Right is that's the hard part. The actually doing it, you're like, this isn't this isn't like well, painful there's a threshold. Or crazy. There's a threshold. There's like, oh, you're in the doorway. Okay, you're in the room. And yeah. then once you're in the room, you're in the room. Yeah, once you're, you're in the Hamilton. room, and then the doctor is like, so just so you know, I'm going to spread your butt cheeks and my fingers lubricate, and you're like, ha, yeah, yeah, and it's happening. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm, I'm on really your prostate. And you're like, yes, you are. You are on my prostate. Yeah. And you're talking uh, like a then, normal thing is occurring. Well, I, yeah, I think it's it's a thing that I think if a person, look, at everything comes down to this. I could guarantee everyone listening to me that has a prostate that it feels good, but that's irrelevant if you don't feel comfortable and want to do that act. Sure. Right? Of course. So it's like it's all going to come down to that. Yeah. Like, does it feel good? Great. But do you want to be in that position? Maybe not. Well, you do have to get your prostate checked. That, yes. I mean sexually. <laughs> yeah, but Please I mean while your you're there. Checked. While you're there, ask about the milking thing. Because if there's a two Would for you one, ask your doctor about it? <laughs> I mean, why not, I, I, right? Honestly, I guess... why, why not ask your doctor and go, hey, is what is this milking thing I heard about? Is that What are your thoughts on that? And that should not be considered an inappropriate question. Or am I wildly off base right now? I, no, I think you're on base. Am I, I too far off him. base that someone's like, he's halfway between first and second, and he doesn't understand. Ooh, he needs to either go or needs to go back. Right. No, I think you're 100% right. Because there's nothing wrong with asking your physician, like, is that okay? Because they might milk? say, actually, it's really bad for you. And then you go, I mean, which I, I don't think they'd say, but maybe they'd say. No, that. but I think they would say what I said, which is, yes, do not do it often. Yeah. Like, you need to give your body time to uh Would you regen. do it? Yes. Sounds like you've done it. You seem to know a lot about it. Is that your I'm, search term? I'm happy to explore. No. I will gladly <laughs> tell you off my, my search terms. Oh, um, with a Z. <laughs> depends on where you're, what you're feeling that day. Okay, you want to hear the last thing and then we'll get out of here? Is this column one? Yeah. Okay. This is a little... Uh, I mean, you could still say it's intense, but it's a, it's a little much in terms of the, uh, I think, what some people would categorize as, like, gross. When Miss K said dom, that means dominatrix, right? Yes, so she is a dom. Um, Love that. Love it. I think I, I'm interested in that. why I think pegging would come into play a lot. But then again, that's not even just the physical act. That's a person who wants that sort of vibe and energy in their um, sexual uh, endeavors. You know what I mean? I, so you might have somebody who goes, I like to be pegged, but I don't like to be a sub. I still want to be the dom while being pegged. Would you do, would you do, uh, you know, an, uh, a session with the dominatrix? Would I you do, would you do that? I think so. And it, and you get to pick the level that you're going to be at. I don't like, think maybe so. you're I, just tied up and that's as far as it goes. I don't think so. I don't. I think I would. Yeah, I think 
Take I'm, me down uh, a peg. Is that I'm, a good pun? I'm pretty, I'm pretty dumb in my own life. Uh, okay. And with partners. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I'm not interested in that role reversal. Yeah. Um, Wait, so you're a dominator. And I can feel myself like being revealing and it's so uncomfortable. Isn't huh? it? So you feel like you're, yeah, you're more of a dominating person in that, in that respect. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but not that, that I'm interested in being a dom, but I'm definitely not interested in being a sub. But it's your instinct. It's your natural human instinct. Is that that's your that's that's what you when you step into that intimate space, that is where your brain is the guiding you. That you're you're more dominant. Yeah, I get yeah, that. I, I get I'm, that. I've got the wheel. <clears throat> yeah, no, well, I'll steer. Um, I've been that person, and then I'm told as long as everybody just... agrees on where we're going, I'll steer. I've been that person, and I'm told let's just go to bed. So it's fine. It's I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was really good okay i'm gonna give you this last one so we can roll we've hung out on with with uh miss kate for so much on this okay, the one. other one is this here we go blumpkin wait i think Do you know what a blumpkin is i did i did <laughs> i don't know how you could forget I, I think i did forget or maybe i've heard it and i never found out what it was so, i have i have definitely heard this term of course you have. Yeah. Yes, I would guarantee. I, I would have been blown away if you'd never heard it. Yeah. So a blumpkin is when um, uh, traditionally uh, the man is seated. Well, I guess you both could, but traditionally it is being performed on the man, but it is when a person receives oral sex while uh, defecating. Okay, and there it is, folks. We are pen pals. <laughs> We've moved to Team co- there's no way Conan listens to the episodes. Can you imagine? The... I hope he listens to this one, and I hope he goes. Thank God they finally told me what these things are. Could you imagine the I'd notes been playing along too? The notes he'd have for us, guys. Fix it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> guys, fix your attitudes. Hey, it's blame Miss K. It honestly. We're just talking we're, about yeah, it. Now we're just throwing our pen pals under the bus. <laughs> Conan, honestly, it's Miss K's fault. Like she's the one who wrote that letter. Yeah. Sean made us read that letter. That's what now, I look, will, I'll say this. That's what I will say I, I every time there's a controversy. I will oh, yeah, say 100%. Sean made us do it. <laughs> I, I, I already wrote that out in the notes. Our producer, Sean, is responsible for the content and quality of this. That's episode. in our contract. That's like an addendum. Yes. Sean is responsible for all things going wrong. Now, look, I don't think that there's much debate at the term that we just explained is gross. Okay. I, it's but not here's for the me. thing I just it's want everybody to understand. Gross doesn't necessarily have to be negative. There's sometimes the reason somebody's into something is because it's gross. Yeah, that's right. So the thing to remember is, as though it's probably something I will never do in my life. It's probably, probably something Rory will never do. Probably. It's probably, something, <laughs> it's probably something that so many of you listen to. The thing for me, and I'll, I'll leave it at this, no matter what sex term or act or thing you're talking about, is for the most part, if that's a thing, if a blumpkin is a thing that you enjoy doing or receiving, the amount of trust that someone traditionally would have to have in another person to say, here is me, this is my thing, is what makes something like that, I'll say it, which can make something like that great. That doesn't mean that your partner would say, I want to do this, and you have to say yes. But I think... Never overlook the fact that someone trusts you enough 
to say, here's my weird thing. Yeah. And in that yeah. is intimacy and, and, and love, potentially, and even maybe something beautiful, even if the act itself is far from it. Yeah. That's my takeaway on all that stuff. Yeah. The, never dismiss someone trusting you to say, here's my thing. And then yeah. ask yourself if that's something you want to do. Only do it if you want to do it for yourself. Only do it if making that person makes happy makes you happy, but never do it at the expense of your own, um, your own trust, your own fear, your own comfortability, your own respect. Um, as long as everybody's going into it with a, what is it? Full hearts and clear eyes, you can't lose. Full hearts, clear eyes, can't lose. Yeah. That's so. back on Netflix, by the way, everybody. FNL. Get back in there. All right. I'll, I'll watch episode two. Okay. Um, that's it. it for me. I love this letter. Well, how great. Yeah. Miss K, thank you for sending it in. And um, for everybody else, feel free to follow up. Follow up. Let us know. Let us know your sex stuff. That's some good Patreon material right there. Let us know. Follow up. Hit us back. The penpals pod at gmail.com, folks. Yeah. Hashtag what's your term? What's your term? All right. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. Folks, you're riding the pen pals train with mm-hmm. Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. If this is your new new you're new here, you just said let me take a chance. I've never even heard of these guys. Look us up. Don't sleep on us. We've got stuff sure. out there. We've done sure. things. We have merch. We have product that we have moved. We move product. Yeah. Look us up. Google us. Danielvankirk.com. You can get merch right there. And also, go check out Physical on Apple TV Plus if you haven't Hell already. Yes. And watch my special on YouTube.com slash official Rory Scoville, folks. Yep. All right, you got it? Shall we? Let me reach up and grab one here. Here we go. Learning your hero is a wet turd. Wow. Love that. Turds, turds have really made their way into the show today. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that. Good evening, Dan and Rory. Well, this letter's already a little bit of a wet turd, the way it started. I would, I would disagree. I mm. think it's perfectly dry. It just It's the wrong order. Mm-mm. I had a bad day, buds. Details okay. are irrelevant, but I found out that someone I have admired and respected is actually really a wet turd of a human. This person was a huge role model in my life, and I feel more disappointed and confused about being taken in by her than anything. It's like learning that J.K. Rowling is a transphobic all over again. Even our heroes are fallible and have other sides. Have either of you had to delete some of your heroes after finding out who they really are? Love the podcast and the community. When we're all down, we all help each other up. It's lovely. Sincerely, your pen pal, Lindy. Lindy, this is great. Lindy. Don't know that I've ever met a Lindy. I've Glad met that, Lindy. Now that I have. Lindy. Um, um, so I, this was like a person in their life, not like a celebrity. This was maybe someone... I can't tell, because they did say huge role model, but that doesn't have to be a celebrity. That doesn't have to be a person of note in any way. That could just be, you know, that could be an older family member or someone, a teacher, yeah. you know. It could be anybody. Yeah. 
I kind of sure. wish we did know. Maybe the maybe Lindy didn't bring it up because it is not a celebrity. Um, yeah. God, don't you wish you it feels, knew? It feels cl- it feels close to me. It feels close. It feels Lindy, like Lindy, write us back. We won't talk about it. We just like a family know. friend, like a like a her mom's friend, like a family friend that, that, you that she always looked up to. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And got a lot of advice from, and then found out was like a thief. It d- d- cutting straight into it. This is what I will say: yeah. as a thief. Did you say thief? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the great. That's a great way to go. I found out he's a thief because honestly, when the for me personally, when someone uses the term thief, it's so open ended. When someone says the the term thief to me, yeah. To me, it means the the robbery is like so low scale that I probably don't care about what was done, like what was stolen. <laughs> Like even they though, stole garbage cans. You could be like, no, they stole a hundred billion dollars. That guy's a thief. I'm like, well, thief. What would he do? He took yeah, an extra criminal. piece of gum. That's a criminal. <laughs> he took yeah. an extra piece of gum when he wasn't supposed like, like to. A me, thief. That's a thief. When I say thief, I think of like the the Disney version of uh, Robin Hood. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> yes. a thief. Yes, it's cartoonish. <laughs> little bag. Yeah, little bag of yes. coins that he's stolen. Where even the sheriff, even the sheriff, who's a jerk in that cartoon, you're like, you right. know what? Show me his home life. He's probably got some reasons as to how he got here. Like thief, thief. <laughs> I think of someone in the middle of the night stealing things from homes in Italy. Like <laughs> yeah, that's but, a thief. But like, but like trinkets that that family didn't even know they they had. Right, they will never even notice. <laughs> like like he just likes little collectors. A thief like just steals like tchotchkes that like no one's no one's keeping track <laughs> yes. of. No one's right. claiming. No one knows. Yeah. Yeah, thief feels like a little kid who tells a lie. Like, no, I didn't paint on the wall. Like that level right. of a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, me- a th- like they took something from a garage sale. And you're like, you want to be a thief? Yeah. That's what you are? Because yeah. you took you were going back to that garage sale and you're giving them a quarter for this truck. Yeah. I, I cutting right into it, and this is a, a, a sort of an angle as to what's being discussed here, but something we do have to remember, and I'm just going to go with celebrity because I, I'm going to go with, you know, because I feel like it's more common you find out a celebrity yeah. did something shitty or said something shitty or, or is times, shitty. Yeah. yeah so, so let's yes. just go, let's, for hypothetical, let's say celebrities. Something we do have to remember. And the older you get, this is easier to do, but like celebrities are not, you know, an actor is playing a role. Sure. But also we as people have to remember that a celebrity in any capacity doesn't owe us something. They don't owe us some sort of explanation or some sort of anything towards who they are. And I mean that even in the sense that when they do something shitty or bad, people you know, and and usually it's the case that they said something bad, um, or they were disrespectful. It's usually not some huge, crazy thing. I mean, because if you find out like domestic violence, you're like, well, that's a no brainer. Right. That sucks. Right. But I feel like sometimes you can sort of see that coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to me, it's like like you don't think anybody should have been betrayed by Winona Ryder when she got caught shoplifting. Y- yeah, yeah. You're like. Well, she's yeah. She's I mean, a thief. That's a mistake. She's a like, thief. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it isn't like you don't have to like write her off as somebody who you love or movies you love. You know, and really, you never loved her anyway. You loved the art yeah. that yeah. she provided. And you're like, oh, I can't, so we, I can't support her anymore. Just so you like, but let let people just be people. And if you like their art, you like their art. But I I personally think if you're coming to the table of watching sports or 
watching art or participating in any of that with an expectation of who these people should be because of what they do or what you've seen them do, I got to say, to a degree, that falls on you. You have to separate yourself from that. Now, that's what I'm saying is a broad Mm -hmm. statement and not really what Lindy is saying here. Mm -hmm. But I just want to put that out there because I think sometimes we get it in our heads that, you know, so-and-so is supposed to be a certain way. I mean, for me personally, the only people that I hold to that standard are politicians. And as you can imagine, it is constant disappointment to find out (laughs) who those people constantly are and where they come from and how they grew up. Because then you're like, oh, well, that's why nothing gets fixed you've right. never been down here right. you've never been down here with every right. with the most you of never, the people yeah you didn't have student loans yeah so of you, course you don't care yeah so of course you don't understand what it means to pay them back and um someone Not gave you to. someone gave you boots so you're able to strap them back up and other people are like well i have to make my own boots if i'm going to strap them back up um mm-hmm. but to lindy's point here i gotta say it is devastating when you do admire somebody or you do you look up to them i for me personally if someone's like, who's your role model? Who do you look up to? There's a lot of people I respect, and I respect what they're doing. But there's sort of in this business only been really one person, and I don't know him that well, but one person that I just kind of have admired how he has composed himself, and that's Zach Galifianakis. And so far to date, nothing has ever happened where I would go, oh, that was a shitty thing to do. And, and honestly, I, I would th- that is... To relate to Lindy, if I found out or something did happen, it would be kind of crushing. But it would it would be crushing because it would be so surprising. Right. Based on all of the information I have had from personal interactions and anecdotes that people have shared yes. and just what people yes. say, it would be shocking to find out some major thing. But I... It, I, that's that, I, when I try to think of how to relate to that shock and that anger, that would be an example for me if, if I found out. But also, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect either, so. No. Yeah. Let's talk about something you love that also had a big uh, fall from grace person, Tiger Woods, right? Sure, yes. And the people and people Great. were like, oh, I can't support him anymore. He's, you know, he's not a family man. And I was like, okay, so for the last 10, 12 years, when you every Sunday would watch him wear a red shirt and cheer him on, were you telling people like, I love this guy. He's a family man who plays golf. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's a good, you point. didn't, you evaluated him on what he did yeah. on the golf course. Now, did, would he tell you if you ever had a reason that he would confide in you that he's probably made some mistakes? Sure. Yeah. But that doesn't play in to a fucking par four. That is right. like, like, and, and, and when you watched that HBO documentary that I didn't, I, I thought it was a little too sensational and a lot of it I was like, why are we doing this? I didn't even um, finish it for that reason. But I, yeah. but I think one of the big takeaways from it by the end was like the fucking gall that people had to like write him off. Like Buick was like, well, we, we're not sponsoring him. Like why? Yeah. What do you even know about a person's personal life? You spot, you started sponsoring him because of how well he played at golf. Yeah. He's still playing golf. He didn't, yes. he didn't uh, attack somebody else. He didn't come out and marginalize anyone. He just, in his own personal life, is going through some stuff. Back off. A joke I, a joke I sometimes do is I talk about how when that happened, nobody came forward with a rape allegation or a sexual assault allegation. Nope. Like the only people not that, that I'm came aware of. forward. Yeah, not not that I'm aware of. And I think it was like 13 right. women or something. But the only people that came forward were like, 
Yeah, no, I, I had sex with Tiger Woods. It was almost like this very like, hey, well, if, <laughs> if people are coming out about having, I, I fucked him, and I did too. I, I was there. <laughs> right. But no one, right. I, to my knowledge, there hasn't been a hush money kind of thing. Right. There hasn't been an under the table, keep right. your mouth shut about anything. And if somebody says, oh, he also did this other thing, and that's why I don't like him, then that then I, I'm yeah. not arguing with that. Just understand, yeah. I didn't know that. And All, that's, he, that's did, the thing all too. he did was engage in, you know, feeding his sexual appetite that he does right. regret um, right and did but, he betray some people yeah did he address no that one, sure no one saw him tee off and just go you know what i love about him the way he takes that club back and he's willing to drive that 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 iron right yeah. right into the back of the ball and he, the way that he hits down on it and then the other thing i like is that he's only sleeping with his wife and those are the right. two things i like about that's him. the thing is people were like well he misrepresented himself i'm like did he it always said, like, yeah. hey, and up 16 strokes on everybody else is a man who only has sex with his wife, <laughs> right. according to him. Like, no, he didn't mess yeah. with You projected onto him what you wanted him to be yes. beyond your... You didn't apply shut up and dribble to yourself. Exactly. You added so much more to what he was doing yeah. on the on the sports But I mean, and, and, and also, and, like, you know, when you look at it and you go, yes, but his wife and his kids, it's you look at it and you go... Yeah, yeah, you do have empathy and compassion because this yes. is a this is but that's a his business. family trauma that has occurred. Right. And it right. will change the dynamic permanently as it did do. Yes. But it has nothing to do with you. Now, devil's advocate, if someone backs up and they said, I I just don't support him anymore because of that, I right. I, I, I look at it and I go, I, and I'm not telling you that you you should just don't be surprised if people are like, yeah, I really don't care that he did all that. I still, I just watch him play golf because that is, and you already made this point, but that is what you're doing. So if someone says, I don't support him because of what he did, I go, hey, great. But don't be shocked if people look past that because it's his burden. Right. And if all of those people, and now, and now if one person came forward and said there was sexual assault, that probably changes how I, how, what I feel. Sure. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were that person. Yes. But you were out there, you were out there doing that. I'm not I, I'm not here to fucking judge you. I'm not your age. I am not labeled the greatest golfer of all time in the history of the human beings that have lived on this planet. I'm not that person. Right. I didn't I don't have the money you have. I don't have the shit you have. So I can't sit here and say that I am any different. I can't. Right. I can't because I don't have right. those things. And it's the same when people judge uh you know, Justin Bieber, you, that kid, uh, man now, but when he was like 13, he had millions mm -hmm. of dollars and adults, authoritative figures worked for him and did whatever he wanted. Do you know how shitty of a teenager you were and you had no money and no authority <laughs> yeah. and you were still a piece you of shit? You didn't have your own phone line. Now, let you did, yeah, and you were a pile of shit. Now, give you all the power in the world. Do you think you're suddenly some sort of peacemaker? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to be a shitty person too. Right. The last thing I want to say is I do understand that his choices did victimize his wife and his children. Yes. And I am not, like you said, yes. I have empathy for those things. But I also know that a lot of people who have had those things in their lives that aren't super famous end up working it out, regaining the trust of their children, yeah. regaining the trust of their wife, or they separate and they still have a working relationship together that they understand like, oh, but, but to just... To me, that's just such a personal yeah. thing that it's like it doesn't play yeah. well. Now, to go back to this, because I know we're yeah, yeah, yeah. running here. 
but we got to wrap it up. But here we go. Here we go. I have had. I've had. I think what ha- it's hard for me a lot of times to uh, that old thing of separating art. And we don't know if this is a personal relationship or a, a public to personal relationship. But like, I for me, I think I have had people where I go, "Oh, you aren't what I thought you are," and I and I hate to say if I still need that person, not need, but. Uh, if that person is still going to remain a part of my life, it, it hurts to have to reframe maybe where the trust you would put in them in certain ways or the opinions uh, yes. that you would advice that you would take from them in certain ways. Yeah. And I think that part of that too is also just there's levels, right? Part of that too is also just like growing up. Like when you realize like, Oh, you're faulty. And I was just a kid. And I thought you were a God. Yeah. yeah. So that, there's levels to that. But if this person really is like a, wet turd and and has harmed a lot of people i think you have to you just have to constantly remind yourself that that no matter how much you miss them if the thing they did you can't come back from yeah you're doing it for yourself not against them right you know like you got to be like well this is for what my well-being exactly even when you're like it hurts like yes i know it hurts but it's for my but you also do learn as you get older that that's also just life um, and it's that acceptance yep. that people are not necessarily who you've made them out to be in your mind. And the thing you have to remember, and it sounds like, I don't know, I feel like this whole time I found like, I, like I'm like i saying, like, you know, it's trying to teach Lindy a perspective. I'm truly not. Um, no. But I think over time, you do have to learn and accept that you're not who other people think you are. And yeah, if someone approached you about something... You would go, well, I'm me, and that's just how it, that's just how it is. I can't help you. And mm-hmm. I think you and I, as as public figures, run into that. Anytime on social media we decide to talk about politics or our beliefs of anything, and some people want to comment, you're more than welcome to to do <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, you can get. So I had someone get mad at me for disabling comments, uh, talking about the recall. <laughs> And I, I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to do, because I'm not going to change my decisions as to why I do what I do. It's just, that's mm-hmm. who I am. And if you go, I thought you were a comedian who did this. I didn't know you are these other things. Then I, I guess I just got to say goodbye, because I'm not, I'm not going to change it. Right. I'm not. Right. It, now, if someone calls me out for something shitty, that's the thing I hope to be strong enough to recognize and accept and agree with and go, you know what? You're absolutely right. I really, I should change my opinion or I should change my behavior because I agree that you're right. But when it comes to who I am, mostly I'm pretty secure with who I am outside of letting you guys know my search terms. Uh, I'm pretty secure. (laughs) Quick question. Have either of you had to delete some of your heroes after finding out uh, who they really are? For me, not really. But I will say the thing that sometimes disappoints me is when I find out a celebrity I looked up to, let's say just an actor, and I find out their take on something political, I do not care if someone is a Democrat or a Republican. But what is behind that phrase is why you're that thing. You know, I think there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people who are Republican, and it makes sense what they believe as Republicans, and the same for Democrats. And then there's a whole other side to these only two options we have, this whole other side that's like kind of shitty. So when someone's like, I'm a Republican because I don't believe in gay marriage, I'm like, well, then I'm out. But if you said, right. well, I'm a Republican because of this sort of spending thing, and I believe that, I go, well, now we're having a conversation because now it's, it's, it's a different uh, difference. Yep. It's a different it's, difference. It's the why. Yeah. yeah. And so why. sometimes you find out a celebrity has the other version, and you go, ah, oh, that's disappointing because I, it's hard to get behind someone like that. And make no mistake, there's Democrats that are like that as well. They like to label themselves 
hey, I'm this very open-minded person. And it's, yep. they, they have a similar type of hate that, I, that you see yep. in, in other people. So um, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, and I, I don't know that I've ever really deleted everybody, anybody, but I will say I do understand the disappointment when you find out someone you really look up to is a wet turd. I can understand it to a degree um, without having a specific example. I, I think everybody kind of is like, yeah, I felt what you're talking about uh, to a point. Yeah, I'm with you too. My one quick thing is like in the thing of J.K. Rowling, I think I would kind of say like, you know what? I grew up reading Harry Potter. I love those books. I love those movies, those stories, and those characters always resonate with me. But I think, and I can't go back in time and un, <clears throat> excuse me, unlove that stuff. Sure. Uh, I, it's sad, the genesis of finding out uh, things you believe that I think are just like... Exactly, like exactly. Evil things. And I would probably go, so going forward, like if you write some new books, I probably won't read them. Yeah. Because I, I, I that I haven't experienced. I get to, to choose whether or not I want to support you going forward. Yeah. I can't take back what I already love. And sure. I'm going to keep all that of me that's mine that I will cherish forever. But going forward, like maybe I just don't invest in you anymore. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I would do Lindy, it. Lindy, write us and let us know who this person is. Uh, we won't. Yeah, 100%. We just want to know if Please. you're willing to share. No. And also just hit us up no, with I'm some saying search terms. We want to see what everyone's search terms are. This is what we start having people hit us up. Everyone yeah, hit us up with your like, hashtag search terms uh, and a celebrities who've let you down. <laughs> put in the letter. You can say my name, but not my search term. Yeah. And then write the search term. Or, you or say, don't, say search name, term don't say my name. Don't say my search term. If you want, if, if Ray, go, hey, don't say my name, but here's my search term. And that's why we have to address you. That is great. Uh, Lindy, <sighs> awesome letter. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel and Daniel Scovel. Daniel, that's not your name. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.